Welcome to Do You Want to Keep Playing, a podcast about first impressions. Each week, we'll try the opening 30 minutes of a game, then ask the question, do you want to keep playing? I'm Ben. And I'm Jono. And this week's game is... Brawl Brothers! Hey, Mr. Jono! Hey, buddy, how's it going? It's going very, very well, thank you, my friend. How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm doing all right, thank you. Doing all right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I've, I've hurt my back. I've hurt my sh- sh- shoulder, not back, uh, a bit. Oh no! Um, so I've got a bit of deep heat on at the moment, which um, smells delightful. But aside from that, I'm I'm fine. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Yeah. How did you hurt your back? In the gym, lifting massive weights, I imagine. Well, maybe maybe helping an old lady. Move the cupboard into her flat. (laughs) I suspect the gym was um, what did the damage, but the straw that broke the camel's back was me (laughs) lightly jogging up some steps at Lewisham train station to get my train, and suddenly my shoulder just went, nope. (laughs) That might be the most middle-class way of hurting your shoulder. (laughs) Exactly. Jogging up some steps at Lewisham. Yeah. (laughs) How are you anyway, buddy? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty good, thank you, man. I'm very chipper. Because uh, my son has started to sleep through the night, sort of-ish. What? I mean, yeah, it's a bit crazy. We're trying out a new sort of, or should I say the final stage in our sleep regime bit. Mm. And so we got him down to like knowing when his nap times are and when he should be sleeping and things like that. And so now we're up to the stage of just placing him in his cot and he falls asleep eventually. And then he's been falling asleep mostly throughout the night like last night he only woke us up once which is kind of amazing and he sleeps he sleeps into about half past six as well so on sunday i actually had a lion jono it was amazing like seven o'clock i stayed in bed oh it's great (laughs) (laughs) living the dream i'm I'm living the dream buddy i'm living the dream (laughs) i mean it's amazing after nine months of no sleep or you know very very limited broken sleep um, having a single night or two of uh, of only having to wake up once during the night is is like a godsend. It's having a real dream. That, yeah, he's he's probably just gonna you know do do something awful tonight. Oh keep yeah, keep us up every half hour. Exactly, he's luring you in. He's plotting. That's, yeah, that's it. That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I should mention he is nine months old today. Oh, um, yeah. happy nine months old, um, young boy. I don't know if we're saying his name, but. Nah, Ethan. Yeah. Ethan is uh, Ethan. Young Ethan. Yeah. Okay. You never yeah, know. Uh, protect the... Name. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Protect the identities of the innocents. Protect protect the innocent, uphold yeah. the law, serve the public trust. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the rules I'm, I'm bringing him up on. Um, yeah. Happens to be the same as Robocop, just coincidentally. But <laughs> I think that's fine. It worked for him and it will work for young Ethan. <laughs> it will do. It will do. Indeed. Um, I was going to say what I've been doing this week as well. Mm. Something a bit more on on point with us, though. I uh, I've been playing Pilot Wings, as you may have seen on Twitter. Mm. I completed the regular game version, got all the way through oh, to wow. uh, the expert. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, man, as we're about to find out with the Super Nintendo stuff on Switch. Yeah. With that rewind function, it makes those games a lot easier. It does indeed. Uh, and I think it's <laughs> yeah. it's really cool, though. It's a really good feature. Because you don't it's have an to feature, use it, yeah. but it's there. Yeah. Uh, they've done such a good job with the conversions. Um, uh, yeah, we should say that we're doing um, Brawl Brothers this week because of yeah. the Super Nintendo. We discussed this last week, so we thought we'd 
use one of those games just so anyone out there with a Switch um, might, you know, they can play along with us. Hey, absolutely. Yeah, you can play along, play along with the, the Brawl Brothers of podcasting. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but my my Johnny, my my exciting news yeah. about pod, uh, about about Pilot Wings, yeah. is that once you complete the game on regular, it puts you through to Pilot Wings Expert, Ooh. which is basically playing through the game again, but with some slightly different objectives, and they change up the color palettes as well to make it look different. So, like that first that very first classic grassy level yeah. goes a bit white and turns into like a snowy type level and stuff. Wow, um, which is cool. But when, and the thing is, like, uh, at the end of Pilot Wings, both the regular and the expert versions, oh. you have to do a helicopter style mission. Like, a, have you, have you ever come across this tool? I don't think so. No, I can't remember. No, they basically, the, the Pilot Wings, uh, team get kidnapped by terrorists. <laughs> really? Quote, and you have to go and rescue them via helicopter. It's, wow. it's amazing. Yeah. So, so um, and you know, I might be, I might be a bit of, bit, you know, might not be correct here. But are you legally able to fly a helicopter now? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, super! Um, I mean, ever since we did Desert Strike, actually, <laughs> I've been, I've been uh, available for a stand-in uh, for Tom Cruise, another good Ethan, uh, you yeah. might say. So, <laughs> yeah. anyone out there needs a helicopter pilot? Um, Benjamin. <laughs> Thanks very much, buddy. Yeah. Hey, what have you been up to this week? What have I been up to, apart from um, injuring my shoulder whilst lightly jogging up some steps? Yeah, aside from uh, that, yeah. <laughs> you, you middle-class boy, you. <laughs> <laughs> Quite. Talking about peak middle-class. The other day, I was discussing about buying a second coffee machine, which I think is like... <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I was like, I, I had to stop myself, and I was like, what What have you become? Why do you Why do you need two coffee, just in case it's, you it's, want a double espresso? It's not, it's not important, but... The, yeah anyway i feel it is quite important Jono. i feel like it's the the fulcrum of the story <laughs> <laughs> it's going off topic um because i've got like a, a drip coffee machine yeah okay sure yeah there's like a pot of coffee like you see in oh. your sort of classic american which is great it's got a timer on it so it's ready when i wake up in the morning it's very cool i've had that for years and i was thinking i do want that okay, cool. espresso experience um, so, you know, maybe I could just achieve that by buying a second coffee machine. <laughs> well, so the thing is, I've, I also have a coffee dripper, yes. uh, but it's, it's not really a coffee machine. It's more of a kind of, we came across them when I was on my, my mini honeymoon down in, um, oh, and I should really know the name of the place I went to, but I've forgotten. <laughs> uh, it's by the sea somewhere. Anyway, we went to this really cool cafe and they have these kind of little coffee type drippers that you put on top of your cup. Oh yeah. I know. And, that's what you mean. And, yeah. and it sort of, yeah, it drips the coffee out as it's like brewing it through sort of thing. Mm. It's really cool. So I had one of those, but then I, I treated myself to a coffee machine last year to do the old espresso type yeah. situation. You've, and you, buddy, I, I haven't looked back since. I know you, you whenever, <laughs> last time I was at your house, you made me one and it was absolutely GD delightful. <laughs> I mean, that episode was was a little bit like uh, like we'd both be doing something illegal. Yes, because <laughs> it was like wildfire in here. Yeah, and also you buy that coffee with um, which is laced with um, narcotics as well. So that, that I, I do, yeah. yeah, straight from Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> Kids don't do drugs. Yeah. So aside from um, sort of slowly trying to achieve peak sort of middle class, um, I also sure. we okay. watched last week. We watched um, Happy Death Day to You, which is the sequel to Happy Death. Oh my gosh, I've seen this, Johnny. 
Yeah. It's good, man. It's it's kind of they kind of go with a they go in a different sort of way with it. Very different vibe. Yeah. Very different. It's a bit vibe, more yeah. sort of sci-fi and a bit funnier. And do you know what? Yeah. Into it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I was less into it. Like the first one is um how to describe it. It's like Groundhog Day mixed with Scream. Yes. Basically. That is perfect. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, and let's figure out the murder mystery mm-hmm. and stuff and it's, it's quite scary. And this second one, yeah, it was more played for guffaws yes. and way more sci-fi. Um, I didn't know how I felt about that. I quite, I guess I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, um, me and my lady enjoyed it a lot. We both had the same thing, which was, wasn't expecting that. Not because of the first one, but definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Yeah, and on the on the other th- side of it, I've just been playing um, Last of Us still, as I probably will be for a while, but uh, yeah, <laughs> still amazing. to go to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I have been sort of tinkering around with the SNES games as well, so I had a little quick go on um, the, the Zelda Link to the Past, just because it's, yeah. you know, the best. Oh, actually, and also I picked up um, Epic Game Store free from... I don't know when the listeners will hear this, but um, from <laughs> last week or a few weeks ago, yeah. um, uh, Celeste, which is supposed to be, you know, an oh, incredible yeah, okay. game. I've also picked that up, but I've not played it yet. No, I've installed it, but not played it yet. So uh, watch this space. Maybe I, it, you know, I'll start that at some point. It feels maybe, like the sort of game that I should get for the Switch, though. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? There's also there's that one, and then oh no, I am thinking of Celeste. Actually, is it the one? Yeah. The, the people that did the um, Nightfall game as well. Is that the right one not, I'm thinking of? Not sure. You, you're, not you're, sure. you're climbing a mountain, essentially. It's like a Yeah, platform. that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it's meant to be incredible, that game. Um, mm. Dude, I, I have one last thing. Dude, who am I? Who am I even? Well, going actually, to for a day. It's very in character <laughs> with, with the game we're going to play. So I'm going to start talking like this now, dude. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually not going to do that. Um, we did one other thing, me and my dear wife, this mm-hmm. weekend. And uh, child, had, child had gone down for his nice long sleep. That's great. We were like, hey, let's let's rent a movie. We haven't done that in ages. Let's have like a bit of a Sunday night cinema in our place. So, so you went down to Blockbuster. We went to Blockbuster. It was closed. Yep. The great big hole <laughs> in the roof. Thanks a bunch, Captain Marvel. Ooh, nice. <laughs> oh, spoilers! <laughs> and uh, so we went. We went onto the old, um, the old Apple uh, movie rental situation, mm-hmm. and picked up Dark Phoenix, ooh, ooh, the ooh. new X Men one. Did now? Did you watch this, or has it passed you by a bit? No, I mean it passed me by, but it passed me by in that I deliberately didn't go and see it. Not that I just. Forgot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I, I like the X Men and. Days of Future Past is good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bit tarnished because of Brian Singer. Yeah. But, you know, um, and this one, do you know what? We started watching it. We got about 20 minutes in. I turned to my wife and was like, are you enjoying this? And she went, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so we stopped and we started watching Dawson's Creek instead. <laughs> <laughs> wow it's just just ridiculous yeah that film is um and you know this podcast we try and be uh, we try and be like good about everything and every people. day is christmas etc yeah we're positive people but that film is just terrible oh dear um, okay it was it was so so bad we turned it off and you rented Waste, wasted good wasted good renting money yeah on that. yeah that's... that's the kids shoes <laughs> <laughs> that's three 
pound, five pound, twelve pound. I don't know how much things rent. It costs to rent things on Apple, but like that, you know, that's it's, it's about three about three pound fifty ish. Okay, that's I mean, sort of area, you yeah. can, you can buy a pack of coffee for that. <laughs> <laughs> buy buy some coffee to go in your coffee machine. Exactly. Um, As yeah. A, yeah so, uh, hey, that's that's a Ben not recommendation. Um, I keep like playing pods. If uh, you liked that film, and Ben, maybe maybe the best uh, part is the last twenty minutes of it. Um, so maybe that's what they yeah, did. Yeah, I keep playing pod. If someone thinks that Ben should um, have finished it, <laughs> do you know what? There's there's a bit in the film, and uh, my wife's the kind of person who um, we were watching Endgame, and she said, "Who's that?" And I was like, "Do you mean Scarlet Witch?" She goes, yeah. Which which one is she again? And I was just like, oh, good lord! <laughs> um, John doesn't, doesn't really take questions. these things too. I know Johnny's too. Johnny, Johnny's very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from all the crying at the end, setting me off like you do. Anyway, um, so so she's kind of more of a laissez-faire kind of person mm-hmm. when it comes to these sort of films. We're really watching them mostly for me, and um, and yeah, we, we the, when we were watching this bit, there's, it opens with a sort of sequence in space, which is in the trailers. Yeah. And they do a certain thing to rescue some people. And then they go back to the spaceship again and they go, oh no, we've left someone behind. We'll go and get that other person. This isn't really spoilers. This isn't like the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and uh, my wife just tells me, goes like, why are they not doing the same thing they just did? That worked really, really well. <laughs> like, why, why not? And I was like, yes, yes, dear. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I've got a big thing about that sort of stuff, which is um, sometimes you, you watch a film, you really enjoy it, and afterwards you can kind of you think about it and the whole thing kind of falls apart. And I'm like, Absolutely, with that yeah. sort of thing, I'm like, that's that still for me is a good film because it works in the moment and – Sure, yeah. Um, Fast and Furious. Yeah, right? exactly. You start thinking about it. It's like a lot of people don't like The Last Jedi. Um, they pick loads of holes in it. And, you know, there is a lot of holes you can pick in that film uh, plot-wise. Okay. But in the moment, sure. none of that mattered. I just was with the film the whole way. It's, Absolutely. You yeah. know it's a bad film when, as the film is going on, you're like, what? Uh, what? Hold, Wait hold a on. Second. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, guys, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just talk about that thing? Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's when it's when it's not holding your attention. Yes. Uh, that you can start to quiz these kind of things that you really shouldn't be doing during the film. After the fact is absolutely fine. By the way, it reminds me. Don't let me forget. After this podcast, we need to talk about Rambo and our tickets for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but but we we'll do that off mic. Anyway, exactly. buddy. Um, enough of this ballyhoo. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> What are we up to this week? This week we are playing um, 1992 Jalco Games, Brawl Brothers. Brawl Brothers, yeah. Say, Benno, what do you know about um, Brothers What Have Brawls? Very nice, very nice bit of cockney yeah. there. Um, I know that this game came out in De- on December the 22nd, 1992, <laughs> in Japan. Yeah. I know that it came yeah. out in March on March the 11th in 1993 in North America. And I know that uh, it came out in Europe sometime in 1993. The internet did not have any date for me. So I, I couldn't tell you the specific day it came out, I'm afraid. Cool. That's, so uh, so that's you a, know about as much as me That's about it, yeah. I do actually have a bit of a history with Jalco, though. Okay. I, I, no, that sounds bad, doesn't it? That <laughs> sounds like we've been warring. <laughs> we sound like, you know, brothers that have been brawling. You, you beefing. Yeah, we got some beef. Well, I used to have a Jellico yeah. game back in the day on my Super oh. Nintendo. And this is, of course, 
we, we didn't have all these wonderful free epic game stores and free to play and all this kind of stuff. You bought a game, yeah. Jono, and that was maybe mm-hmm. your game for the next three or four months, maybe even six oh, months. Oh, yeah, 100%. Your birthday. So, yeah. Um, so I had this game, Tough Enough, from Jalico, which I, it must have been one of those uh, secondhand in-game store type thing. Oh, it's on there for 15 yeah. or 20 quid, which is, you know, only two weeks worth of money from down the mine. So, um, so that's probably <laughs> worth it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, um, so I had Tough Enough, which is another side-scrolling beat-em-up type thing. And that's mm-hmm. when I realized that Jalico games are not very good. <laughs> or, or at least that game wasn't particularly great so i'm, I'm just looking at the the cover art now yeah, uh, yeah. and it looks sweet you, and what's tough enough yeah yeah uh, in japan it was known, known as dead dance yeah which is pretty great um, you, can see why I, you can see why i picked it up right yeah it's got like a mad max sort of beyond the thunderdome look about it a lot of like big hair and shoulder pads and post-apocalyptic stuff yeah yeah. Um, in fact, yeah, the story is set in post-apocalyptic Earth in the year AD twenty-one fifty-one. Maybe this is so. what we can do in the future when when the wounds of this one have healed. No, I'm maybe, joking. Maybe. <laughs> Not that bad. Um, yeah. So uh, so that's that's all I kind of know, though, buddy. How about you, though, man? Nothing. Uh, yeah. No, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Um, we just, as I sort of mentioned earlier, we decided to do this because it was part of the initial thirty game release that um nintendo had done for the switch yeah and a lot of them are the games that you would fully expect and in fact games that we've covered on this cast in fact go back and listen to our episodes we've done link to the past we've done uh mario world 2 yeah we've done, we've done the uh super metroid yeah. which is our f- first ever episode yeah cracking um one. and so yeah. yeah absolutely brilliant um uh, spoilers for that episode, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done Mario Kart yet. No, we haven't. We've done Mario 64. Yeah, yeah, we did Mario 64. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, dear listener, if you have a game on the Switch Super Nintendo store thingy that you would like us to try, uh, get in touch at Keep Playing Pod on the old Twitter or uh, or write on one of our Instagram pads or, uh, or just send a carrier <laughs> pigeon, you know, with a little note attached to its leg. I'm sure that'll get Yes, through. definitely. Sure. Um, so, yeah, so that's why we're doing this. So, um, yeah, I guess now we've done our... Now, hang on a second there, oh, my friend. Yeah. I've uh, I've scraped together some information off of the net, went to the dark web for this one, for a little Ooh. section I like to call Educating Jono. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely stuff. Yeah. I, I, I noticed you've gone for the ringing telephone sound effect there. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> uh, say, Jono, did you know this series is called Rushing Beat in Japan? Um, mm. have, have you heard of these games at all? Because you might have actually heard of the first one of these. Uh, okay. Okay. First one is called Rival Turf. You ever hear of that on the Super <laughs> Nintendo? No, I haven't. No, brilliant. Okay. Uh, this is the second one, Brawl Brothers. And then yeah. it ends with the third game called The Peacekeepers, which is an interesting name for a fighting side-scrolling beat-em-up. Hey, they're just trying to keep the peace with exactly. the only way they know, through violence. <laughs> I think that's the tagline. <laughs> uh, say, Jono, did you know 
this is the only known Super Nintendo game that features the Japanese version on the same cartridge. And it can be accessed via uh, a cheat code. You know, you plug it into your Game Genie or whichever one you would have, and you type in a cheat code, and then you could be playing the Japanese version instead of this version. Oh, wow. That's... Yeah. Um... That's, that's kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy to think that. I, want, I wonder why Jalico did that. I mean, they're not in business anymore. Oops, spoilers for fact number three. <laughs> 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 but I wonder why, why they kind of did that, if it was just some sort of easy shipping process. Who knows? Mm, who knows? Who knows? Um, the Japanese version of the game uh, features different character names, uh, no maze-like stages, because uh, I'm sure we're going to be talking about that in a second. And yes. uh, an, an expanded ending sequence and also a groin kick move for Douglas Build, which is one of the characters in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why they would have taken that out for the um, for the rest of the world release. <laughs> what is his only move? He just rocks around and kicks people <laughs> yes, in the kicks people in the nuts. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, and Jono, <laughs> did you know Jalico stands for Japan Leisure Company? And they were created, <laughs> I, I know, right? Bit weird. They were created in around about 1975 and they turned to computer games in the 80s. Um, but their, their parent company, uh, Game Yaru, was, uh, was dissolved uh, when it's liquidation um, in 2014. And they were forced to dissolve and disappear. So Jalico, no more, my friend. Oh, RIP, pour one out for Jalico Games. Pour one out for your homies <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> Something else fun that my son has been doing, pouring his drinks onto the floor. Thank you. Good, Ethan. good, good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want the flat deposit back. It's okay. That's fine, it's fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, buddy, here endeth the lesson. <laughs> I just, I just. I'm really going to have to. Yeah, we're going to have to get a proper. Um, a proper no. Jingle for that soon. <laughs> no, no, I'm enjoying it too much. Uh, okay. Hey, buddy, without any further ado, now we have done our bona fides. Shall we jump in? Let's dive in. Music from this game that we are playing. Actually, buddy, there was no title music in this game. Um, there wasn't, which I was, was going to bring up in a second. It's very strange to the point where I thought that maybe my switch was broken or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the volume was right down, so I turned mm. it right up, and then um, and then there are some sound effects when you select options, which yes. uh, which startled me ever so slightly. Yeah. Um, so you you start this game up. What do you see, buddy? Uh, a big sort of sign that says Brawl Brothers. Yeah. Uh, copyright 1993 Jalico, licensed by Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. The Brawl Brothers that. logo looks like I designed it. It's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah, no. is it? I've got a, a question here saying, is it Comic Sans again? It looks dangerously <laughs> like Comic Sans. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the everyone's favourite font. Absolutely, especially in Jamaica. Ooh, cool back. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yeah. last week. But you, so yeah. You... So I, I, I've got a note here also saying I could literally make this in less than a minute. It's mm. a terrible first impression, man. Like, it's not great. What they? Yeah. What are they thinking? <laughs> They're thinking, oh dear, we've got to do a title screen. Someone knock one up, please. <laughs> 
Yeah, okay, sure. We have to chip the game tomorrow. <laughs> to Japan and the rest of the world and all sorts of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Stick it all in the cartridge. Um, okay, right. So then you press the old start button. Mm-hmm. And it gives you one player, two player, um, versus. something versus. Thank you. And then options Option. mode as well. Yeah. I like how they say options mode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, just <laughs> quite sort of just to put you on the back foot there. Yeah. Um, so I, I went to options and I uh, turned the game's difficulty to easy. I then gave myself as many lives and continues as I possibly could. Yep. Yep. Me too. I've, yep. I've learned. I've, actually, I put the game onto medium rather than easy. Oh, spicy. Because it, it defaults to hard, which is <laughs> yeah. kind of crazy. Which is amazing. Yeah. So I selected though that dem easy options. I yes. exited back out to the main screen and I hit one player game. One player game. I did the same thing. Yes. And uh, I've got a note here saying that loading times are a little bit longer than you would imagine they would be for a solid state media game like this. Um, I didn't really notice the loading times, but it's, um, there's about, about still three or four seconds going okay. from menu to menu, which is a bit odd, really. And then you get to the character selection screen and you have this plethora of crazy characters as liam neeson might say um, <laughs> yes and i imagine you you probably you probably have some notes or maybe you have the manual <laughs> yeah so i've got they're, they're, they're described in wikipedia in vaguely broken english um but yeah. i'm gonna go with the i'm actually gonna read the introduction from the manual because it sets the okay. scene okay. and also gives you a, a little intro to all these crazy characters um <laughs> okay, disclaimer sure. as always that i can't read properly so um apologies in advance all right. You are too harsh <clears throat> on yourself, my friend. So this is the intro from the manual, and uh, okay. it's pretty great. Okay. Introduction. Well, it looks like it's just another quiet afternoon down at the local gym. Our two friends, Rick, better known as Hack, and Doug, <laughs> a.k.a. Slash, are busy, <laughs> are busy coaching their trainees in the finer points of self-defense. I a, mean, it's clever what they've done there. They've done Hack and Slash, haven't they? Yeah. Just worked that out. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah, they're related to Rattle and Roll from last week. That's, uh, that, oh, very nice. Yeah. Another callback. Uh, Jalco, they really know their stuff. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, because it's a tough world out there on the streets of Bayside City. These guys know all the moves, from martial arts to pro wrestling throws, and they don't hesitate <laughs> to use them. Hey, they're not called the Brawl Brothers for nothing. Ah, uh, clever. Cool. But wait a minute. Maybe oh. things aren't so quiet after all. We've Sorry, some... does the manual actually say that? But wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's wonderful. That's, yeah. uh... I'm not elaborating any of this stuff. I know sometimes I've been known to, to, <laughs> to add a little salt and pepper onto, onto the intros, but, <laughs> but this one doesn't need any, any, ac any action, you know? No, this doesn't need that Johnny X. No, <laughs> but wait a minute. Maybe things aren't so quiet after all. We've got some serious trouble on our hands. The gym's Ooh. three best fighters have just been kidnapped. You know who I mean. Really? Lord Jay, yes. Kazan, and Wendy. Lord Jay's the really <laughs> big guy with a black belt in karate. Kazan's the ninja master. He's fast on his feet, but he carries a sword with him at all times. You know, just in case. And Wendy, yeah. well, she's a lot tougher than she looks. No doubt about it, this girl can hold her own with the best of them. Do you know what? This gym sounds fantastic. It when does. I go to the gym, it's just full of like bros. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, hey, buddy, you need a hand with your your your, your twenty kilogram dumbbells. <laughs> no, no, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> it goes. It goes on. So, uh, mm. 
Uh oh, more bad news, dude. More, more bad news, dudes. The kidnappers belong <laughs> to a gang of thugs run by a local psycho called Dieter. Believe me Uh-oh. when I say this guy is way, way out there. He's got all these scientists working for him, creating hundreds of clones for the people he kidnaps. Oh, this makes a lot more sense yes. now. Dieter uses yep. the clones as his own personal army. So naturally, they're really strong and really nasty. Who knows what evil plans lurk in that demented mind of his. So no. far, nobody's been able to stop him. But I got a feeling he's missing with the wrong crowd this time. Well, he's messed with the best gym in town, apparently. <laughs> exactly. Back in Bayside City, Hack and Slash are making their plans. They've got what it takes, and they're ready for the fight of their lives. With a little luck, they can rescue their friends and put an end to Dieter and his gang once for all. Yeah, these scumbags better look out. There won't be much left of them when the <laughs> Brawl Brothers get through. Brawl Brothers TM. Get yeah, through. <laughs> exactly. So that's the intro. Um, okay. I'm gonna that's go- pretty fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to go out and on a limb and say that might be one of the, my favourite manual intros of all the games we've done. I, th- I think it's, it might be the best. I also want to see the film of this now. <laughs> oh, I would forget, hun- forget Uncharted, forget Tomb Raider. Let's do Brawl Brothers. I'd hundred percent watch this film. It'd be a great sort of nineties B movie kung fu film. Yeah, absolutely. Did you a uh, little sidebar by the way, buddy? Yeah. Did you see um, the new Tomb Raider has been announced? Yeah, uh, the ben, new movie was it Ben Wheatley? Ben Wheatley doing Tomb Raider. Which, My mind just imploded yeah. and then exploded and then imploded again. Kind of weird. I love it. I, ben Wheatley is one of my favourite directors. Um, of course, things like Kill List, uh, the, the Field in England, all the other ones that I can't remember. <laughs> right High now. Rise, I think, was his last one, wasn't it? High Rise. I wasn't that keen on High Rise. Well, he did one over Christmas and New Year. Um, for the BBC, which was, I think, only exclusively shown on BBC Two oh. around about New Year sort of time. And um, and that was, was one of his sort of more classic, um, you know, just set mm. in in and around a house. Well, good, good for him. Um, good for him. Crazy choice. Can't wait to see what they come up with because it's Amy Thingy Bob as well doing the writing, which is his wife, who is his usual writing mm. partner. Well, that's, so I, I, I figure like it's going to be full Wheatley, which would be fantastic. Yeah, that's great. I, I mean, the last two Raider film was fine, but um, Alice v- Velanda, yeah. Velanda, Velanda, she was fantastic in Vikanda. it. Vikanda, yeah. yeah, she's fantastic in it. So she was easily the best part of the film. So I'm, you know, I'm glad. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. What about a uh, fan of the show, Walton Goggins? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot it was a Goggins vehicle. It's a Goggins vehicle. Yeah, mate. I love Goggins. <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> He's by far one of the the, the, the best actors out there. His best thing about uh, Ant Man too, uh, I would say. Oh, although is he? Oh, you're in a I, film with Rudd. You can't, you can't, you can't underestimate Rudd. I was also. I'm just trying to remember what happened in Ant Man and the Wasp, and I'm sort of drawing a blank because I've definitely seen that film. I know it's got that ghost kind of character mm. uh, who is a fantastic Funko Pop model <laughs> that I want to get at some point. Yeah, but I can't really remember much of what happened uh, i know doggins is in there yeah there's a lot of them Just shrinking the office thing. down and then getting the office uh, big again yeah yeah and a bit of car kind of tomfoolery yeah it might be it might be one of my least watched marvel films actually that's a shame well i'm redoing all the marvel films at the moment with um my girlfriend Are you really 
uh, because oh, she's not oh, seen any of them. We've just finished phase one. Um, so I think we're doing Iron Man 3 tomorrow night. So oh, that's a good one. Yeah, but so she's so my second viewing of Aman Wasp will be during you know this 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 run through I think. But yeah, you're right. It's it's one of my least rewatched ones. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think I should probably watch it again. Yeah. Thor: The Dark World, understandable not to watch it too many times because it's not that great. It's still a good solid like six out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, well, but it's not fantastic, and it's got that quite cool escape from Asgard bit in the middle, which is quite good. Yeah, actually. well, you know, I should be watching that in the next sort of week or so, probably. So, uh, yeah, mm. I'll, I'll, I'll let I'll keep the listeners informed on how uh, how Thor the Dark World goes. Okay, thanks, buddy. Um, back to back, back, to, back to the Blue Brothers. So you've got yes. these five characters. You've got one who looks like chunky ryu from street fighter you've got a ninja guy don't, don't body shame the uh the white karate guy <laughs> you've got sorry <laughs> sorry chunky ryu you've got a ninja We've done it again Jono. come on jesus <laughs> you get us in trouble <laughs> um you've got uh sort of green ninja um you've got a man who looks like well he... it's, it's bright bright green ninja but yeah. he's got red trainers yeah yes I obviously a sonic fan, fan. Yeah, it, obviously. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> you've got a dude who looks like he's wearing like a, a aviator jacket from the forties, like a big I've, fluffy I've got, collar. I've got Top Gun? Question mark. <laughs> sure. Um, there's <laughs> yeah. your lady Wendy, um, who just kind yeah. of has. Uh, I don't she's know. got shorts, Johnny. Yeah, she she's a, well, she's that's, a pro. That's her power. She's a pro wrestler, so um, that's why she's kind of wearing wrestling gear. And then you've got I've, a guy. I've, I've got written next to her description: um, every '90s video game lady character. Yeah, 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 hundred um, percent is a fairly accurate description of Wendy. Yeah. And then you've got um, the last guy. Basically, looks like he's dressed like M Bison. Um, I've got M Bison as well. Yeah. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> yes, but like, and. I just, I, how can I put this delicately? Um, he he just looks like a camper Gen Bison. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> I, I've I've got sort of he looks like a cross between M Bison and Balrog. Um, yeah, as in the boxer and yeah. and the M Bison is sort it, of like it, the, from the English American version. But yeah. if they were also in the Village People, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's. I think it's down to the color palette. They it use. Is. I'm not entirely sure. It's that yellow. Yeah, uh, and maybe he's got pink etchings around him. Yeah, or something. exactly. Telling, but there's something he looks, he looks yeah. classy. That's all I'm saying. He, yeah, he looks like he can manage himself. Exactly. Sure. Anyway, so we, we, I selected um, the ninja fella. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, and then you also have to select a backup uh, character that you can. Um, I bet we both selected the same person. Who, who I went for um, you, um, Ace McLeod. Three. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Ace McLeod. Is that Top Gun? No, it's. Um, who knows? <laughs> Ace McCloud. Okay. Is that from uh, Star Fox? Oh, no, Fox McCloud is from Star Fox. Oh, then Fox. I have no idea Ace... who I'm talking about then. Ace McCloud is, uh, I've, yeah, I've literally no idea yeah. either. Connor McCloud is from Highlander. Yeah. Um, Jono McCloud. <laughs> Little known fact about you there, you changed your surname to <laughs> McCloud. Exactly. Basically. So the other Highlanders can't find me. Well, it's, yeah, it's just a sensible thing to do. Yeah. I, I went with uh, Wendy. Okay. Every, everyone's favourite 90s wrestler. Exactly. Wendy. Yeah. Wendy Richter. Um, yeah. Well, it's weird, though, that you have to choose two characters. Yeah. Um, so you, but having read the intro now, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, so you can kind of, um, when you die, you can select a different character to drop in. So you can yeah. sort of mix them up a bit. Um, yeah, there's some cool stuff that this game 
does with that sort of system we can go into that like okay yeah there's actually a lot of cool things this game does that i wasn't expecting okay interesting because yeah i I found a couple of cool things but maybe maybe you've got more well so let's let's jump past this then yeah um and and then you get sort of shown a map screen and it's kind of it just maps out basically the entire game i think really um starting down in in bayside yeah uh, the bridge the drain going into the gym, training field, all this kind of stuff, all the way up to like a sort of a helicoptery type thing, which I'm guessing is the boss. And the helicopter is called quote unquote Adler, <laughs> which, is, which is an interesting thing. Yes. There. Yeah. So, um, and, then, and then you're into the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so this is your classic Streets of Rage style side scrolling beat em up. Yeah. And it makes sense, right? Mm. That now that we now know they're an army of clones. Yes. Because in Streets of Rage and things like that, you have um, the enemies all have little names, don't they? Mm. Above their little health bars. Yeah. And in this one, all of the all of a certain type of character are called the same thing. Mm. So there was like a ninja type dude I was coming up against. And he was called Zero. And then I was like, oh, I wonder what the next one's going to be called. And it was like Zero and then Zero. <laughs> <laughs> but if they're all clones, that makes way more sense. And suddenly I'm, I'm a lot more forgiving. Mm of that yeah there's so so it's your side sort of side scroll and beat them up um and yeah. you basically have your punch your uh jump your yeah. special move which uh changes the yes. character and then a pose yeah. which is a button where you just literally put your fist in the air and do a pose which is pretty sweet now did you actually find out a use for the pose? No. No, me neither. No. no. It didn't give you health back. It no. didn't it didn't seem to do anything. No. Um, it's just a fun thing to do. But you can, the other things you can do is if you press um the two attack buttons together, you do a sp- um a, well, a spinning kick or a slash or there's a special move for it changes oh. for different people. If you go into the manual, everyone's got like different combos and moves you can do. So Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So um uh, Kazan, he's got a slash. He's also got a sliding kick. He's got a flip throw. Everyone's got like three different throws. Um, yeah, so it's it's. Yeah. Uh, or he, uh, Kazan's got a triple jump as well. Um, yeah, there's everyone's got different sort of moves and uh, move sets and stuff, which I thought was quite cool actually. Yeah, it did. It did feel like because um, I sort of swapped between Kazan mm. and uh, Wendy a few times, and they both felt very very different. Yes. Um, with with Kazan actually being a much sort of more meaty type fighter, and Wendy actually, you sort of look at her and she looks quite sort of flimsy, mm. her sprite compared to the rest of the boys, and she is a lot weaker, but she's got some absolutely killer wrestling moves, like a like a Zangief style spinning pile driver type situation yeah. going on, which led to a couple of uh, back backdrops and stuff. Pile driver move led to one of my favorite mo- things that I did in the entire game. <laughs> Which, okay, what's um, so later on there's a there's a um a jungle level and there's yeah. loads of landmines on the floor that you have to kind of avoid and right. i grabbed this guy and i pole drove him onto a landmine and it was amazing, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> i was like that's so sweet <laughs> <laughs> wow how far so how far through did you get then so i got um uh, I got to the jungle level, which is the third level of sewers. So, oh, okay. yes, after the sewers. Yeah, then. so um, basically, the first level you you're kind of in downtown uh, and you're kind of fighting dudes, and you get to this bit where there's a bridge and there's a helicopter trying to shoot at you. You have to avoid gunfire whilst taking these guys out. Um, and the thing this game kind of does that I think differentiates it from other of these types of games is they do really yeah. interesting stuff with the levels. 
Yeah, they do. The um, the so I we sort of seen stuff like this in Turtles in Time. Yes, uh, a similar kind of thing. There's the big Krang robot in the background coming along mm. and then like going yeah. with the big power gloves across the screen every so often. Um, but the thing that and and this game has a similar kind of mechanic with that helicopter gunship firing in the background. Yeah. The thing this one does really nicely though um, is predictability. Because you, the, the gunship sort of swoops across to one side of the screen. It comes on a third. It shoots uh, like a little, you know, row of bullets. Uh, then it goes to halfway across the screen, shoots another row of bullets. Then it goes to the last third of the screen, shoots another row of bullets. Mm-hmm. So you know the pattern there. And you know where, where and when you can avoid it. Whereas with Turtles, it's a lot more random. Yeah. And you're never quite sure where Krang was going to attack. And that sort of made it feel a bit unfair. Um, so I, I, I too really, really liked that that sort of opening sequence because then you could also plan um, because un, un, unlike a lot of other games like this, the environmental attacks hurt the enemies as well. Yes. So you could sort of plan where you wanted to be and try and lure enemies into the helicopter things and and pile drive them into mines and do whatever. Yeah, else, I really right? liked all that sort of stuff. Um, and also um later on you get you can because you get weapons like you used to get in where you get in, you know uh streets of rage and stuff and um there's yeah. guys with there's guys with guns and I, later on i got a shotgun and i was like taking guys out the shotgun and then Ooh. punching them and pile driving them and then pick up shooting them again i was like this is oh it does sound yeah it's good. a really cool like cool sort of interaction with the environment and you know the idea of you punch a guy with a shotgun he drops it, you pick it up and you're shooting other guys with a shotgun you're grabbing them you're throwing them and stuff um and you can like yeah it's just it's it, there's a bit more there than some of these other games i think yeah i think they, they've they've definitely added to the formula because on, on first sort of look i've got a note here saying our ah, streets of rage how i have missed mm. you um because it does look quite the same I think it's mostly because of that format, yeah. you know, you've got, uh, you're on a generic sort of street type level. You've got some quite colorful characters dressed in like eighties sort of yeah, garb yeah. from which wouldn't look out of place in like the warriors or something like that. Mm. And, um, and then you've got like health bars at the top of the screen and you could just sort of go like, well, this is like every single other one, but they have added in some extra little elements, things like that. Um, the more predictable environment type stuff. Yeah. Uh, things like throwing in, um, you can you can hit people when they're on the ground. Yeah. Which I found particularly useful because um, the next stage after the bridge is a sewer level, which has uh, the environment effect on that, which is once again a continuous thing. So you sort of don't really notice it after a while. But in the center of the screen, there's like a flow of water. Yeah. And it means that all the characters get sort of pushed from right of the screen to the left of the screen. Mm. So when someone falls down and the body's in the water, then they just, um, they sort of come back to you. It's almost like a homing yeah, type it's, thing. It's, and then you can hit them again. Yeah, it's, it's quite <laughs> nice. It's nice. I found it really useful. It's, and, and once again, one of those things that it was because it was a predictable thing. Um, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was really cool. You can use it tactically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, and I only noticed from reading the manual, but also you can counter if you get grabbed by an enemy, you can press Y and it will counter the move, and you do a throw. Oh, okay. So it just all of this stuff kind of adds in a bit more. I found with Streets of Rage, it was like you walk up to someone, you press punch yeah. three times, yeah, and then walk up this person. With this, there's a lot more almost chain uh, sort of, you know, you chaining moves together and you can use your environment and just kind of 
you know, there's a lot more. It's it's less just press one button, occasionally jump. It's there's <laughs> tactics and strategy there that is missing yeah. from some of these games. It also has that really nice, um, like responsiveness to the controls. Like, I, I think it's one of the best ones actually that like uh, that we've with side scrolling beat 'em ups because we did Turtles, we did Streets of Rage, the first one. Mm. Um, and I think the second and third ones are the more fondly looked on ones and yes, versions definitely. of those. Yeah. But with this one, um, it, it was, and I don't know how much of this is like the, the SNES switch translation because it might not have been so great on the original SNES, who knows? Mm. Um, but those controls are silky smooth and, um, and there's like, you, you know, you, it does everything that you want it to do really, really nicely and really kind of meterly as well. When you're sort of landing those punches and things, really kind of feels like you're you're sort of whacking the right area and that the collision box is all correct. Yeah. And never sort of being surprised. Once again, it's the predictability of it all. Like nothing mm. was nothing was surprising me in a bad way, which is a good no. thing. The uh, so the, the thing what kind of the big st- Almost sticking point, but once I worked it out, Noski point. The second level is it is set in sewer. Yeah, I never got past this. Maze. Yeah. yeah, so it's a maze. So I was wandering around this sewer for ages. Yeah, and I was like, too. do you know what? I, I'm just, I'm just going to Google this because you know life's too short. <laughs> and then so and then I read a fact online, and it just said, look, um, there's loads of gates. You in as you go through the sewer, there's doorways you can go through, and on the yeah. doorway there are letters. It says A B C D. And so doorway, if it's a C on a doorway, that will lead through to the C tunnel. And basically, you can actually get through this level really quickly if you just pay attention to those doorways. Um, um, yeah. And once I knew that, I blitzed because I was stuck in here for a good 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, like I said, I spent the rest of my playthrough and I kind of wondered if it was some sort of maze system. I thought maybe it was just yeah. a rubbish game and it was a really, really long level. No, no, um, it's it's a it's a maze system, and I was like, yeah. and the whole reason I wasn't, I it you know I didn't even think of that is because this is not the sort of game where you expect that sort of thing to be implemented. No, no, absolutely, yeah, that's 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 kind of why I didn't bother looking it up on Google because I was just sort of thinking, yeah. well, I'm going to get through this eventually, or brute force my way. I only and, only because I went into a went through a door and I was like, this is the beginning of the level again. I just recognised it, and then I was like, hold on, something's going on here. I looked it up, and <laughs> it turns out it's quite easy to get out once you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that that I, I I you know that is a bit of a sticking point. But then at the end after that bit, you then have a boss fight and you yeah. fight one of your companions. Ooh, but a clone, um, an evil exactly. Clone. So I fought uh, Wendy. Oh, okay, cool. And How was she? she? It was awesome. She had so it's in like a giant wrestling ring, and she like keeps on jumping off like the um, turnbuckles and trying to drop, you know, <laughs> do like hurricanes and stuff on you. And you okay. have to sort of ba- you basically fight her, and then once you win, you get like a, a message come up, and it just says, um, "It's the real Wendy going. Thank you for that. Thanks for freeing me. Now let's go and kick some a." Ooh, and then salty. you go to the character select screen. Yeah. And from there, you can now select her as a character. So the other, the other two are still great, are grayed out. So you, so the idea is that you can, the, as you okay. go through the game, you you rescue your other characters and you sort of expand your roster as you go through. Interesting. I wonder if that that sort of uh, translates into lives or anything like that, because it yeah. does have a very finite sort of life mm. and continue system, doesn't it? But there's no yeah. password or anything like that. 
No, but you can swap the characters in as you with yeah. the different lives. So I think the idea is that because everyone's got quite a distinct feel and different move set, yeah. is you know on repeat playthroughs you can you know select the character that you know you want to use for that level sort of thing. Yeah, it's funny actually. It's, it's kind of similar to the original NES version of Turtles. Mm. where you've got the four turtles oh, yeah. and they all feel very, very different to each other because I, yeah. I only sort of played as the ninja and Wendy mm. and uh, and they both felt so different to each other, you know, even though I was just doing the same sort of hammering on the buttons type thing. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've also got another slight complaint. Um, okay. And I think it's something which is just, uh, well, two things actually, which, which are just sort of endemic to this sort of game type. Um, first one is that when you start getting laid into is very hard to get out of until you sort of fall over, basically. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and and in this one, the AI was actually a little bit sneaky, where it would always try and flank you. Mm. Um, so you're generally fighting multiple people, and maybe this is one of those in two player, it's a lot better sort of situation. Um, but I would find that I'd be fighting someone, and the the AI would just almost run round to the back of me to try and just uh, try and catch me off guard. And I'd end up having to sort of fight both directions and stuff. And, and yeah, once they start punching you, there's no way out of that until, until you hit the floor. Yeah. Um, fair. And, and the other one was just, um, and it's the same with all of these and I've never seen anything that fixes it. Whenever you hit an enemy off the screen, you've just got to wait for them to come back on the screen again. And it's kind of boring. You know? Yes. That, that again, that you're right. That is a problem as well. But once again, these are problems which are uh, systemic to the uh, to the entire genre. So I feel yes. it's a little bit harsh to point out on this one game. Yeah, especially since they're going out of their way to, I think, to do something kind of different with this genre. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, um, I, I, was, I was sort of thinking about potential solutions for that sort of stuff. And I think actually maybe there is one of the double dragons does sort of tackle it very briefly in a in like a lift sort of situation so when you knock people off the side they fall off the lift mm. uh and turn it into like a gameplay type thing like that but um but yeah anyway but these are minor sort of minor sort of quibbles really yeah um and that's that's pretty much where my gameplay ended uh, yeah should we so, go into the wrap-up yeah let's let's do that so mr Jono, hi uh brawl brothers on this on the switch super nintendo <laughs> did did you want to keep playing a side-scrolling brawler that mixes fun action with interesting level design. The signposting for the sewer level could have been a lot better, as I ended up spending far more time in there than I needed to. However, should we be penalising a game for trying something different? I, <laughs> I think not. Um, the variety in combat, the fun getting the team back together plot really did it for me. Super fun, so I definitely keep playing. Lovely, okay. Wow. That I think. I think... Maybe it's one of those ones where I've been a little bit harsh on it and actually you've sort of talked me around I a bit more. I will say that halfway through walking around that sewer for the, you know, eighth minute, I was like, yeah, yeah no, not this, not for me, not for me, not for me. And then once I got out and actually the level in the jungle afterwards was so much fun that I was just like, okay, now I'm back on board. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, maybe that's what it was because I was wandering around that sewer for so long that it just got yeah. to by the time it was the end, 30 minutes were up, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, okay. Well, right, anyway, yeah, so how, how, how about you, buddy? <laughs> I should have written a little something that goes like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jono, time has not been kind to the arcade brawler Ooh. game type. And actually, you don't see games like this anymore, really, do you? Um, the arcade-style brawlers. 
I can't, no. in fact, I can't think of any. Yeah, that really. it's, it's kind of a, a I, actually, I think there's a game that's come out recently, an indie game, which um, is kind of resurrecting this, but um, right. yeah, as, as a rule, I, I, I can't think what it is. I'll tweet it if I remember. Um, okay. as I think a rule, the last one I played was, was Castle Crashes, which was back on the... Yeah. Xbox 360, one before perhaps. As, yeah, as a rule, these this is a dying genre. Um, yeah, there's there was a couple of arcade ones on 360 arcade. Uh, I remember yeah. the Scott Pilgrim game was very much a uh, sort of <laughs> yeah, yeah side scrolling beat 'em up. But the problem is that they have very much a pick up, play 30 minutes, and then sort of go, yep, I've done, I've done that. Sort well, of I mean, it's, it's it's an arcade system, isn't it? Yeah. Really, it's just designed for um, you know, putting putting quarters into yeah. the machine and hammering away on some buttons for a little yeah. bit. Not really for an extended you know, four no. hour play session at home. Um, anyway, back to back to the script. Yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, repeated button mashing and similar enemies quickly becomes tiresome, especially when the wrapper doesn't really look that much different uh, from better in class titles. And I'm sort of thinking like Streets of Rage 3, because I played that a little bit, and I played a bit of Streets of Rage 2 as well after we had our Streets of Rage 1 experience. Yeah. Um, it's, it's that sort of thing with like, I could probably play a bit of Golden Axe and enjoy that really, because it's that fantasy sort of yeah. rapper, uh, even though it doesn't really do much different to this, I'd say. Uh, whereas this one, it's just that sort of, you know, you've got Streets of Rage, you've got Final Fight, you've got um, Tough Enough. <laughs> <laughs> You've got so many other games in this sort of similar kind of rapper style that I don't really know if I need another one. Um, and I guess it could be fun, though, with a few drinks on a Friday with a buddy, um, you know, messing around. But outside of that kind of situation, I don't think I'll keep playing. And I think maybe that's a bit harsh because cause it, is, it is one of the better titles in that sort of genre and maybe it is that sort of thing of like you just need to have a buddy round and uh have a bit of fun with this one you know yeah. catch up chat whilst playing some video games in the background yeah yeah which is that this would be perfect for yeah 100 percent So that's it for another week. Join us again next time when we'll be putting another classic game through its paces. Uh, in the meantime, though, Jono, if the people out there, the good people, <laughs> the good folk, the, world, the fine podcast yeah, listeners, the fine folk, we only get fine folk listening to us, I imagine. Uh, if they want to get in touch or if they've got any game recommendations, where can they find us, buddy? Um, or coffee machine recommendations. Um, uh, we're <laughs> sure. on. Twitter at Keep Playing Pods. You can like our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Keep Playing Pod. Yeah. Uh, you can email us, um, keepplaypod at gmail.com, which maybe we'll check. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day. Yeah. Uh, you can like our Instagram page at Keep Playing Pod, where Ben loves to go and make pictures and do little fun competitions for things. Did Did you see the one I did uh, a little while ago for Snake Rattle and Roll? I did indeed. That was a doozy. I quite like the the sort of expendable nature of it. Yeah. Of the Instagram story. Maybe we should start doing like a weekly a weekly sort of competition or something where um, we you know a giveaway a giveaway. Maybe we'll make, we make up some though, stickers buddy? or something. I don't know. 
<laughs> okay, sure. Keep playing pod if you would like a keep playing pod sticker. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You can stream all our episodes at keepplaypods.com <laughs> or just, you know, use whatever platform you get your podcast from. We're on all of them. So give us a subscribe. Yeah. Give us uh, a rating or review and we that we'll be forever in your debts. And as always, Ben will buy your beer. Hey, all the time. Yeah. All of those ones. Sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> um hang on, what did you say? Nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> um, and hey buddy, Johnny. Hey. If you're going to do a nice thing this week, why don't you um, go to uh, go to your local park, mm-hmm. pick up some litter, and if you see any of those dastardly plastic ring pool can type things, uh, pull them apart so that birds don't get their, their dainty little heads and beaks stuck in them. That's good for the wildlife and good for the environment in general. And also throw it, yeah, re- recycle it as well. Yeah. Don't just throw recycle it back on kids. the floor again. Yeah, recycle. Be, be, be nice. Be kind. <laughs> uh, but hey, if you're going to do two things, oh yeah, yeah, tell, so the, uh, tell a friend. Oh right, yeah, no, no. So recycle for sure, but also tell a friend. Tell a GD. Well, not necessarily in that order. No. <laughs> if you've only got time for one good thing this yeah. week, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yeah. Then recycle. Then recycle. Sure. Anyway, tell yeah. a friend. <laughs> tell tell two friends. <laughs> tell all I, your I friends. I feel like we're getting much better at these outros. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> I keep playing pod if you think we're getting better at these outros. No. No. <laughs> Just inviting trouble, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Um, yeah. And, uh, and hey, as we say, any game recommendations, get in touch. Any suggestions for the podcast in general, get in touch. Any kind of lovely, kind things mm-hmm. that we can do, get in touch. And on that bombshell, my friend. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Let, we, you may have noticed the last few weeks we were um, recording with new software. Um, let us know Ooh. how you th- feel. If you think it's better. Uh, I th- we, I, I, I certainly think it sounds a uh, sounds a bit clearer. So, but just let us know. It does sound a lot nicer than the old Skype Rooney. Skype Rooney, yeah. yeah. But- it, it does. It sort of it helps as well having your crystal clear voice in my ear because mm. it sort of feels like you're in the room with me. If I close my eyes. Hi Ben. Ah, there's Johnny. <laughs> like like a force ghost. <laughs> anyway, until next week, pals, keep playing. Keep playing.